or watching this at hello it is the brand and your excellent your excellent friend the brand and Vito. what's up Vito? Yo. how you doing yo Vito tv welcome Vito tv is where you see the video this is a simulcast on the pro wrestling planet podcast and uh me and Vito, as you may or not know we usually um we do these AEW Dynamite reviews every week. Vito, before we get into that, man, I just want to kind of kill two birds with one stone. I wanted to open this with you on call. I got a new pro wrestling crate. Is this exclusive? Is this this is exclusive surprise exclusive right this now? This is a surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing a Dynamite review because it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Right. But right here... Brandon is opening, uh, what did you say it was? You got a pro wrestling crate. Pro wrestling right crate. Here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my, my, my thought is behind this, I didn't really want to make this a, a video on my own channel because it's literally two things. So, like, I don't know, just making the video, just uh, a video all about that seems kind of silly to me. So, I'm going to open it with you. Let's do this. Here on the show before we get going here. Oh, dude. I can already tell it's sick. Check out the shirt. Peep the shirt. Oh, the Hardys. Hardy Is shirt. Is it an AW shirt? Or, or a ringside? Uh, well, you know, it's a Toltex 202. It's not, like, officially branded. But I believe, I don't know if it's, if it's this crate or the other, or the loot. But, I, yeah, no, they're... This is a pro wrestling tease, so basically all okay. the same thing. Nice. It, it does not have. That the, is a nice shirt. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like the colors. It does not have the AEW branding on it anywhere, right. but I mean it's a pro so wrestling tease. The, yeah, I like that about AEW. They allow their wrestlers to have their own shirts. Well, their store, and if you look, I mean, it may have changed, but if you go on Shop AEW, it's like, I mean, it's cross-branded, basically, with Pro yeah. Wrestling Tees. I mean, they're basically, you know, in bed with each other, you know, no pun intended. And there are separate ones that aren't on Shop AEW. Oh, right, right, is this right. the autograph? This is the auto. This is all that comes in this box. It's the mid-carter box. Which it's is like a shirt and an auto. It's a shirt and an auto for like twenty bucks. Right. I think it's a hell of a, a hell of a steal. Let's see what we got. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die right Wait now. I'm gonna die. Oh. The man himself, dude. a Danhausen. Eight by ten, dude. I love Danhausen. I love him. And it's black and white too. Right. <laughs> that is, that sick. is awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm popping hard for this. That's woo. nice. Just for that, I gotta I gotta keep this one going because like that's that's a score and a half. Yeah. Um, this man's this man's auto is gonna go way up in value, folks. Mark it right now. Oh for sure, Dan Housen. I'm telling you, a guy. Uh, you can hashtag Hookhausen for the rest of the days. And, you know, we'll get into this, Vito. We're talking about Dynamite here for May 25th, uh, 2022. What did I miss out on? Uh, New Age Outlaws t-shirt. So I'm glad they gave me the Hardys one, probably, actually. Uh, Eddie Guerrero socks. Uh, just enjoy wrestling lapel. Shockmaster Micro Brawler. Uh, you know, which I don't really collect. So... Andrade so you got comic. the you got the smaller box, and they send you a card that tells you what you missed because you were cheap. <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> you know, like, but it it tells you if you look really closely, it's got boxes and it shows you each 
each oh, tier okay. and what they got in their box. So there's and like how there's much like your tier? there's four different tiers. It's like twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. That's not bad for a shirt and an auto. And that's I all like I that. really care about, really. You know. Yeah. And even with the shirts, I got so many shirts, so it's like I could really take or leave the shirts, but uh, getting like that, a, a cool auto Do you auto get the like AW that, box? You know, I'm going to start. I haven't yet, oh, but I'm going to start. It's totally worth it. The shirts themselves are amazing. I, and you uh, get two of them. I just watched the dude uh, open the newest one, some guy on YouTube, and it looked great. Like, he got a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did an unboxing for uh, one or two of mine. Um, well, we got to keep those but, up. Uh, I don't think I did an unboxing of the last one, though. I think I was too excited. Right. The next one, promise my, this is me promising Vito TV fans, the next one I'll do an unboxing of. Please do. Please do. And I'll watch your video instead of what's his name's. Good. Um, Screw what's his name. <laughs> Whoever he is. Yeah. But, uh, Vito, we got this show, you know, another jam-packed show, go-home show for uh, the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Yes. Uh, starts off hot. Starts, starts off with Spears, Wardlow, MJF is the ref. I um, love this shirt. Oh, uh, MJF's ref shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Just the whole nice. the whole get up in general. It was very Shawn Michaels. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. He reminded me so much of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> right. I yes. was like, I love this. <laughs> right. Oh man. Um I thought they were gonna do the uh, the dude love Austin finish, uh, where Vince was the ref, you know, and he just like counts and knocked out MJF's hand oh yeah that would have been good i mean they don't end up doing that here uh basically in the beginning yeah uh, there's a two things i want to say about the entrances that this match was i loved it but the entrances there was a couple of things that got me when the fan wouldn't give him the sign he was trying to take the sign from the fan to probably rip it and he wouldn't he wouldn't give it to him he knows uh, yeah <laughs> and then uh um, uh, Spears' mask was like a did you see this mask? It was like a Punisher-esque type it thing? Was, it was like a weird mix between the Taskmaster and uh, Casey Jones <laughs> Ninja Oh Turtles. yeah, okay yeah. So, the Casey Jones so face is very similar to the yeah. yeah, and I don't know, I was like, this is, this is weird, I don't know where it came from I don't think he's worn it before yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I had never really seen him use that gimmick. Yeah, no. I was like, is that Taskmaster or is it Casey Jones? Uh, what is that? I don't know. Well, uh, you know, Wardlow comes out. They keep him in the handcuffs. They beat the crap out of him with the cuffs on. Then he dramatically breaks free from the cuffs. And... Uh, then Wardlow almost breaks his neck with a senton. Did you catch that? Um, I don't. Uh, he was I so was close to snapping his neck. It looked like he uh, landed it, um, but he kind of like headbutt him in the ribs almost. He he almost completely missed him, but I right. think he still landed it. It just looked weird because he. Almost missed him completely. Yeah, I think no, only it, his head hit probably his side, like right next to his ribs. Probably, it's one of those things where it was like I could see it in slow motion happening. Like, no, not a Brock Lesnar, uh, WrestleMania nineteen, you know, repeat. Uh, except yeah. that was a it'll shoot be on Botchmania probably. That, that was a shooting star press. Uh, there, yeah. there was plenty of botchamania to be had in this show, and we'll get oh, we'll get to yeah. that as we yeah there was. as we go on. But uh, you know, now explain to me this, Vito. I could have swore they were doing a spot where Spears was trying to escape the cage, and then all of a sudden he runs out of it, 
Or was he just uh, like trying to go up and do a move there? Like I didn't quite get that because then I, I was think, confused uh, when he just went out of the cage, and then there and then the announcers explained it. Oh well, you know it's it's a pin or submission cage match, so this is okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think he was doing it as because at first I was confused too. Yeah, but then I think he I thought for me I was like maybe he's doing it just to like maybe mock. The other cage matches, because MJF's like, no, 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 don't climb up there. Okay, but, so MJF did correct him. I didn't catch that. It, so then, yeah, it, then that, yeah. It seemed like he was. Uh, he, it seemed like he was doing this. Like, no, he but, forgot uh, the rules. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not your old work anymore. <laughs> This is not NXT. Um, yeah, no, Spears grabs a chair. You know, MJF holds Wardlow. Uh, of course, he ducks, and MJF gets the chair shot. Like a champ. Right? And then we Took get it a, like a champ. We get the ref, uh, new ref coming down, so we don't get the, the knocked out MJF count, but we get a second ref. Uh, Wardlow hits a couple power bombs and that's it, baby. We're on to the we're on to the pay-per-view. MJF and Wardlow. Just like we figured all along, but now we finally get there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So who and they did the so who wins they did this the thing? ring spot? I did notice that. You know, when he did the when uh they called back to the dog collar match when Wardlow uh when MJF won the ring and Wardlow checked the pockets. Oh right, right. The with ring. the key. With the key. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The I key thought thing. that was a good a good spot there. Yeah, you know, this this feud has just been very well done. And, you know, that kind of leads into the prediction of everything is like this oh, this yeah. obviously has to has to end with Wardlow just, you know, completely kicking MJF's ass. Oh. Uh, at the at the pay-per-view maybe they twist it again but i mean this is just it's gotta it's gotta run its course right he's gotta win and be freed yeah. i mean are we on the same page as far as that prediction goes probably I believe so yes i mean it's a pretty easy one right i mean unless they throw I, a major russo curveball like i that's, can't figure that's, out how it's, it's gonna go. happen because uh i mean mjf can't win or MJF can't lose in a totally defeating fashion. You know what I mean? Right. He can't be powerbombed like 20 times and Wardlow pin him. It can't be like that. Right. But, no, Wardlow's definitely going to win as long as MJF doesn't get quote-unquote buried. Oh, for sure. You know, there's a few things they can do. They can do like a... Uh... You know, surprise, quick power bomb, like you know, it it will more than likely probably end up with with him kind of no selling the initial pinfall, but I think it'll still end with like an extra power bomb or two, and I still think maybe Wardlow a, goes over pretty strong. DQ. But I'm thinking maybe a DQ or something. You think they're gonna crazy. DQ this? Nah, bro, they gotta pay this off. Who knows? They got to pay this off. And speaking of payoff, we get a Page Punk uh, face-to-face promo here. Wait, uh, first the wizard burns a random guy. Oh, I did not Can't catch just this. just look past that. I did not catch yeah. this. When did this? This was like Your a backstage guys. deal? Yeah. The oh, okay. JAS were just walking back or in the back. And some one of the crew guys... We're walking next to him, and Jericho's like, oh, that's right. He's wearing a Moxley shirt. And Jericho's like, oh, you like that Moxley shirt, do you? You know what happens you wear a Moxley shirt and fucking throw fireball in his face? Because he's, he's a, a freaking wizard. wizard. Yeah. He goes, you just got burnt because I'm a wizard. So. Well, I yeah. mean, hey. I... I completely support them continuing on this uh, this gimmick. Yeah. I'm totally fine with One that. One match in, the wizard burns a guy. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> well, this was the Page Punk face to face, and you know I was skeptical when they 
came out and started this veto, I was like, man, I wish they would have kept, you know, did something different with this. But by the time it ended, I was on board because Paige throws out what I think was the line of the year mm-hmm. by saying that he wasn't just defending the title against Punk. He was defending AEW against him. Yep. And I thought, um, oh, dude, that's the best thing I've heard in a long time. That was yeah. great. Uh, in the Punk's intro, the little line above his name. You ever read those? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the little, yeah. It says yeah, the like, where they're line. ranked and stuff. Uh, it said, uh, uh, invented the Punk Shot Lariat uh, <laughs> last week against so-and-so. Oh, okay. Well, apparently it's going to become a thing. Those. I always read those because in the beginning, uh, they were about Hangman's, like, alcohol problem, and they were so funny. Oh, my gosh. They were so funny. Yeah, no, I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked. I told you before that I was lukewarm on this, possibly even cold some weeks, but after that Hangman promo... And Punk's, like, lackluster responses. Nope, I'm hooked. I'm on board. I just don't know how to feel. My son asked me, like, who do you think's going to win? You know, who do you want to win? And I was just like, I I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I like both guys, and I don't really feel either way. You know, like, I'm kind of leaning hangman just because I just, I like his performance in this yeah. more than punks um you know and like you said Vito, his responses you know it, it kind of there wasn't much fire back from punk he he tries to make page shake his hand uh they end up in a shoving match and page ends up decking punk and he just yeah. kind of yeah he just kind of sits there and looks at him doesn't retaliate and uh, then Hangman walks off. So, yeah, that was a stiff shot. I think I think the segment overall was very well done. Like I said, I was skeptical. Um, but I mean, who do you think wins when it all when the chips are down? Like, who's who's Hangman. coming out of this? Got to be Hangman, right? Okay. Yep. Well, so far we we see eye to eye on this. Um. What do we got next? Uh, Kingston and Mox, private party. Of course, Jericho and Regal come out for commentary on this. Yeah. And this is just, you know, was basically kind of a glorified match uh, just to kind of end up in a big brawl, right? I mean, let's call it what it is. I just want to say I've been thinking about this the last couple weeks, and I wrote it down tonight. I think John Moxley is currently my favorite wrestler okay my current my current favorite active wrestler so you you think his stuff now is better than it even was like during the title run like pre-rehab right yeah yeah okay no this bcc john moxley is awesome i think it's uh intensity is is very entertaining to watch I think that 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 clubbing elbow thing he does is very intense. Right. I just really like his uh, his match pace. Everything about him, he's just really good. He's refocused. Yeah, he is. I wonder if he thinks at all through this sobriety process of like how much was his odds with his old job was maybe like alcohol related, you know, to some degree, you know, maybe, maybe not, you know what I mean? Like Vince led him to drinking. Well, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's how he, you know, that's how he perceives it now, <coughs> but you know what I mean? Maybe if he just like, you know, it, cause that's the thing. I mean, if you're, I don't know, if you're in the throes of something like that, it just seems like you're going to have problems no matter what's going on or where, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's neither here nor there. We could do a whole podcast on that one. I'm sure 
Um, oh, yeah. Just kind of a weird thought that, that came into my mind. Uh, my, my biggest thing from this tag match uh, that ended up in the brawl between the Jericho Society and, and Regal and all them, uh, well, you know, Blackpool Combat Club, um, as this match ended, Eddie Kingston comes in to, like, neutralize the run-in, and he, like, tries to do, like, did you see him try to do this dragon sleeper that, like, he, Eddie Kingston cannot do a dragon sleeper, people. Okay. Let's uh, go back. First of all, before I get to that, Isaiah Cassidy hits a very nice stunner off the middle rope about halfway through the match. Did you see that? Picture perfect. It was beautiful. Jaw-dropping for me. It was very nice. Okay. On to what you were just saying. <laughs> they call it a stretch plum. That's what they call it when Stre- he does it. Okay. Like, uh, like he takes the arm and he brings the arm straight out and he takes the head and kind of just like pushes it off to the side. Okay. So this is a whole nother move. Yeah, I probably didn't know this. Like a, I, I think I'm probably wrong on this, but I think it's called a stretch plum. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. But um, okay. Well, I noticed he did like he like because it looked like he was doing a dragon sleeper, and then he like to me it looked like he was doing that, and then he abandoned it, and then just was doing this like arm bar thing. So that makes sense, I guess. If it's a whole yeah. another, that's just like how the move's supposed to look. I suppose. Okay, so when Mox had, um, I don't remember which one it was, his guy in the, um, I don't know what his move's called. I think it was Cassidy. He had Isaiah Cassidy in the bulldog choke, I think it's called. Is that what it's called? The yeah. bulldog hold? Okay, yeah. He's just, it's like okay. a, yeah, it's like a. He had him in that thing, and Kingston had him in his thing. The ref never even looked at Kingston. Right. He, like, deliberately kept his eyes away from (laughs) Kingston. I was like, I watched him, too. I was like, dude, you know he's there. Right. Look over. Do something about that. You're a man of the stripes, for Christ's sakes. It's one of those things that's going to drive the traditionalist nuts. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? the the pinfall ends up happening with the other two dudes in the ring. So whatever. Yeah. We you know we get to the same place either way by you know having the huge brawl at the end. So, um, in that aspect, what does it matter, right? So um, at the end of this, uh, I got two things to say. First mm-hmm. off, they chose my name of the match. I just want to say that. Remember, they named a bunch of names. Anarchy in the arena. They chose my name. Just want to say that. And um, (laughs) my main thought coming out of this is, is uh, Brian getting replaced in this match? You think? You know, I heard the injury wasn't actually anything. It wasn't even, you know, it was just a, it was a spot. I figured that. The whole stage deal, um, so. But story-wise, um, it it seemed almost like he was. Uh, well, um, right, because they they had him try to uh, get worked over there by Jericho. Yeah, and then they had Jericho flees. down. The way Jericho hobbled down to the ring for the save, and then they had him get beat up while he was down there. So, I don't know. The way they had Jericho uh, flee the ring was just hilarious or just uh, the way the way he did it it was like laura said he uh, walks like he has a something stuck up his ace that's kind of you know he, he does kind of have a weird walk to him nowadays yeah you know, i guess that just comes with getting older and you know sore every day but it yeah. was funny just seeing him flee it was like uh it was like seeing someone like run from the cops. It was like different. <laughs> it was different from the way people usually run from like a ref or, <laughs> you know, like a run in or something. 
Yeah. He was just like all kind of in slow motion, like trying to figure out like where he was going. It didn't look so choreographed. I thought it was pretty, pretty brilliant. Kudos to Jericho on that. Uh, who wins this thing? Does it even matter? We just want no. to see a bunch of stuff, right? I mean, that, uh, that's the purpose of this match. I say the faces win, I think. Naturally, yeah. Mox and Kingston and... Well, the, uh, the faces have got to win or else it... Uh, or else it continues. Yeah. And we don't, I think, necessarily want all this to continue. We kind of want them to to branch out and do some other stuff. But, you know, it's all fine. It'll be interesting to see how it all gets shooken up, you know, leading into the next big show. <coughs> be interesting to see if... One of these teams, either Jericho, well, not the teams, but either Jericho or Mox or Brian, somebody kind of getting their way back into the main event scene after this. You know, hopefully that's kind of more or less the idea. But, um, so yeah, uh, then we got. And, and here, you'll have to forgive me, Vito. My notes got really crappy from here on out. Uh, the, the listeners will have to forgive me as well, listeners and viewers. So you might have to fill in some blanks kind of here and there. A lot of chaos right. just coming back from, from vacation and all that. Oh, all but, right. Let's do it. But I do have RPG Vice FTR. Yeah. It's Ring of Honor time. Now, uh, now, this was a Bobby hell of a Cruz. match, of course. Yeah, Bobby Cruz's ring announcer, Caprice Coleman as uh, commentator, and oddly enough, no Ring of Honor referee. So, there you go. Right, well, it's, you know, it's, they're on AEW grounds, right? So, yeah. But, yeah, maybe, so, eh. in the past, that was always a thing. Two for three. Yeah. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad, just like Meatloaf nope, said. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> so, yeah, Rapongi Vice versus FTR for those ROH tag titles. Well, this was basically a huge setup for a run-in. Rocky some Romero new, is great. For some New Japan start, dudes. Started off with that. I was disappointed they didn't use the original theme song. I couldn't really hear it. I think it was the second theme song, which is okay. But uh, that first Rapongi Vice theme song is dope. And I love yeah. Rocky Romero as well, yes. He's, his, uh, his style in this match and his speed, so good. So good. Good to see them um, back together. And they worked their ass off here. And that cash hot tag, did you catch that? Uh, I think it was Trent. Every, every FTR hot tag is like, that is, they, ha they have that down to an art form. Yeah. When Trent had his leg and he just like got close, backed up, got close, backed up, and just did this crazy hop that was so good. Ah. Right. Anyway. Teetering. I'm partial to AEW. I just love <laughs> AEW. And I love FTR. Well, that's why we're here, right? You know? Because it's Wednesday night. And it this sets up the match with Cobb, and, you know, we got the NJPW guys running in. I'm a Jeff Cobb fan, man. Absolutely, 100%. Matanza Cueto. Yeah. Uh, no, so this is we good. I wonder if this happens on the crossover show, or what do you think? Then his, I did not know of his tag team partner, the Great Ocon. Great Ocon, you yes. Know him? Well, I mean, and I've the, heard the name, and I've seen, uh, I've probably seen a match or two on a on a NJPW pay per view, but United Empire is their name, apparently. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took that note. Well, I so, believe they were somewhere on my Forbidden Door card against someone. I don't know if it was against FTR. But why not? 
Uh, are we looking at a three-way for the... I mean, Rapungi, FTR, and United Empire? Are we going to do multiple... Multiple tires? Yeah, I mean, that de- that depends if they... Yeah, that depends on if they do it at the Forbidden Door or not. They might... That's what I'm looking at. They might... Ed- they might edge out Rapongi all together. I don't know. I don't know if it ends up in a three-way. I guess it could. And Rapongi was... And that's what's something kind of weird about them is that technically they're like... Kind of... You know, I mean, I guess they're Ring of Honor guys, but a lot of people know them from... New from Japan. New Japan as well, yeah. Ro- so. I mean, Rocky Romero's like a, a booker over there, isn't he? I did not know that, but I guess that would make sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they're involved. Maybe not. Um, I mean, it seems like it would be kind of a waste to do this repairing of them just to have them do this one match and nothing else. So, there's probably got to be a reason behind that. So, maybe you're right. Maybe it will be a three, a tr- a triple threat at least. At forbidden door. Well, I mean, the Double or Nothing's ending, so now, I mean, we're almost to June, so it's time to start building Forbidden Door. Yeah, because that's just around the corner. It's not like you yeah. have a, a three-month three build or anything for that. We're looking at literally a month. Yeah. we got to build some matches. So, uh, next up, unless I missed some promos in here, we had the triple threat match. Yep. For the uh well I mean it wasn't for anything but it was it was all the tag team momentum split up and I really regret missing this match it seemed like it was probably the best match on the show it was yeah it was uh, so I gotta go back and was, watch it I missed this all together uh, I came in as, as swerve made the pin it was uh Ricky Starks Jungle Boy and Swerve Strickland and the beginning, they were uh, throwing each other into the other one uh, for moves. Basically, like uh, uh, Ricky would throw Jungle Boy into Swerve Strickland for her Karana. And they're basically doing tag moves with the other guy on accident. It was very impressive. Uh, great nonstop action all the way through it. Well, this yeah. really seems like it's a it's setting up for Swerve and and Keith Lee. I mean, they came out with all the shine out of this, so it seems like that's either who's winning or that's who they want us to think who's winning. Uh, so at the you pay-per-view. missed this whole match. I missed this whole match, dude. I came oh in at the goodness. end. Okay, so there was a spot where all three <laughs> of them were on the top. So it was uh, Jungle Boy and Swerve were on the top. And Ricky was starting to come over. Aubrey was saying no to all three, which I don't understand because it was no DQ in a triple threat match. <laughs> so uh, I think Ricky Starts was kicked off the apron. Jungle Boy did a, a super poison Rana on Swerve, and he landed on his feet. Oh, wow. And like, so when Swerve was just staring at him, and uh, Ross and, and Excalibur and Tony Schiavone is like, on his feet, these two, his feet. Can you believe it? Landing on his feet. Jungle Boy staring at him, and he, he lips. What the? And, Which, uh, uh, all the announcers did, too. It was a crazy, crazy spot. Go back and watch it. I do have to go which, back and watch this match, for sure. Um, I, I which led to the end, which was a giant swerve stomp, and the one, two, three. I don't feel right about not watching it. No, you shouldn't. So it's, should it's something I'm gonna go back and watch. Just, oh, okay. This is like my. This is weird. This is this is my other camera that it used. So that's interesting. Anyway, uh, then the big boys came out. Right. Yeah, their partners come out. They all get involved. We see some Keith Lee, Tope. Or I get I don't even think we could call it a tope, more like a slingshot torpedo. Right. Keith Lee's awesome. And uh, case in point, Tony Tony Schiavone says, "I've 
We've never ever seen a man his size do anything like that ever before. And that's where like Tony Schiavone loses all credibility with me. Like we we're talking about last week. He he's still uh, I doing can't it. Your heat with Tony Schiavone. He's still doing it all this all these years later, folks. Um so then we get a backstage thing with Dan Lambert talking about yep. how Sammy destroyed uh Scorp's belt. I, I New saw belt for Scorpio. Right. That'll be interesting. He said it was crafted in his image. Yeah. So Spinner. Oh gosh. <laughs> Who knows? And probably uh, they're gonna reveal it on Rampage, he said. So Yeah. I don't know. I think this you know is what I like about Scorpio Sky. What's that? It's a great gimmick. He's just like Right. Didn't work out for me. I'm not as good as Scorpio. <laughs> you know, I've followed Scorp was uh you know, for years, man, he's been around. Uh so for all you audio people, I tried to cover the camera to make it go black, but I failed. <laughs> Sorry. He does he does great work, man. Great work for years. Uh ever since he was the uh you know, he, he did that random cameo with the with the Team Hell No stuff back in the day. You remember that? Uh, who's that? Scorpio? Scorpio Sky. He wasn't the doctor, but he was he was Harold. In the in the skits, the Team Hell No skits back in the day. Go back really? on Peacock and look at those, man. That's Scorpio Sky. Harold. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, then we get a Thunder Rosa promo. This was good, but they play yeah. her music too early or they cut her off like they do at the Oscars. Is yeah, that what awkward. happened? <laughs> right? Wasn't yeah. it awkward? It's because she took too long of a pause. It's because she was trying to think of a good ending. And they're like, okay, and then she's done. <laughs> yeah. They hit the button. And no makeup. You see that? She she came out to make a point. No and she she incorporated Rosa. that into the promo. She you know I yeah, like their being know a distinction. I that's what she looked like. It's cool that they're making the distinction now. Like you know it's yeah. like the Finn Balor thing, the war paint. You know, yeah. There's a there's a crossover. You know when I put this on, like you know we're we're battling. I like that. I still got deep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we kind of skipped. We kind of skipped over predictions on. Uh, so triple threat tag. Who do you got? Oh, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, um, I'm I'm man. I'm bouncing it, back and forth between the um, it, the glorious swerve, but I think I'm gonna go team Taz on this. I think it's a heel, a heel tag team title. Ooh, tag. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, no one really sees that coming. So that's, you know, that could happen. I mean, it seems like, like I was mentioning, it seems like the push is for Swerve and them. But then again, uh, it could go, so it could go really I mean, way, or it could stay with Jungle and Lucha. Last tag team champions were uh, Lucha Brothers faces. <laughs> Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus faces, and they're kind of stale, right? Right. I mean, it's been kind of boring, I think. And uh, I think they lose it to um, Team Taz. <laughs> I think uh, Christian does something there, and I see Jungle Boy versus okay. uh, Christian Cage. When that's, you... uh, that's Vito, Armchair, okay. quarterbacking. When you when you put it like that, it does make a lot of sense. Yes, so, you know, getting yeah. getting the titles on some heels, I think, would do some good. Yeah, and uh, give me Deeb. You still got Deeb on on the women's <laughs> match. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. After this promo, I think you know, I think Rosa comes out on top. They can't give up on her. Uh, they can't give up on her title reign yet. I don't think. And I just want to differ from you on this one. Just just for argument's sake. Who are you going for on the triple threat? My pick on the triple threat. I mean, I, I guess I never made an official pick, huh? Um, you 
You know, I think, I mean, I think what you say makes sense. I mean, I was thinking Swerve Keith Lee, but I'm changing the titles to another face tag team. Maybe it's not optimal, but then again, maybe they don't want uh, a heel tag team besides the Bucks winning it. So I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with you and say Starks and Starks and Hobbs. The sleeper yeah, the pick. The thing about them winning again is they just won a triple threat tag team match like at the last pay per view. Okay. So I don't see them winning two in a row. So they got to lose it. And Team Taz sounds good to me. Okay. So that's totally fair. Uh, right, we're we, going together on another one. We get Velvet Sky, uh, Red Velvet Sky, Red Velvet, and uh, Ruby. Wouldn't that be nice? Backstage deal. Hey, why not, right? Uh, I think uh, Bubba's keeping it under lock and chain. But not uh, anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I did I not just know found that. that out recently. Well, this kind of it leads, was awkward. This leads to a Ruby thing, where you know weird. they're just they're just you know leading up to the the match with her and Statlander to see who faces. Um. The winner of our next match, which was Britt Baker, Tony Storm. Don't be nice. This match sucked. Was this bad? It was bad. Was this subpar? When they went to the outside, not only did it look bad going to the outside, but everything on the outside was awful. So awful. (sighs) It was not good. That Becky Lynch... (laughs) thing i have it in the back of my mind and it's you're thinking that every time me. now <laughs> bugs me you're like damn it why stupid becky lynch <laughs> anyway she rolls her up holds the ropes uh what's her face comes down what's her name uh yeah uh, um jamie hater yeah, yeah hater jamie hater comes down i think I think Britt Baker says, I don't need your help. Is that what she says? Yeah, something along those lines. I think she said, I don't need your help. I don't know. I didn't really care. This match was awful. Maybe it was was bad because I was going in and out of it. Yeah, it was. You know, really wasn't holding my attention. Uh, And I love both of those wrestlers. I love Britt Baker and Tony Storm, but this match was, they were having an off night or something. Oh, yeah. www.owenheartfoundation.org. There you go. Make a donation. Yeah. Well, this could have been because they were rushed. It also could have been because, you know, just the way that it had to work out. You know, Britt Baker moving on in the tournament. And as mentioned... Uh, we'll we'll meet the winner of that Ruby Statlander match, uh, which will be on Rampage here in a couple days, and then we got the main event, right, Vito? So, Joe, Joe and O'Reilly. This match was a lot better, obviously. Yes, uh, <laughs> of course it is. Than uh, than the previous encounter, and but I. As much as I did enjoy it, I couldn't help but just think a couple things. Um, Kyle O'Reilly in the main event. I love Kyle O'Reilly, but like I think he's been in like close to that spot at least you know a couple weeks now. Um, just is not like a just not what I'm used to. You know what I mean? As far as like a, a marquee matchup, great match. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the tournament match. Right. I don't think after the tournament's over, he's going to keep being a main event guy. And as I was... Not that wa- he doesn't deserve it. I mean... Well, no, like he's a, great. Work. Yeah. He's great, and I don't have a problem with it, but I'm just talking about from like a star power standpoint. Then again, yeah. this is a different show. You know, if this is WWE yeah. booking the show, they end it with a six-man tag with with everyone in the main feuds and Tony Khan is for us, man. And it's Tony a whole Khan is for me and you. It's a whole predictable thing. So, so got, a couple of notes. We got I a good match. Here. We got a good match. Joe does a huge elbow drop. Huge. He just jumps way up in the air and drops that straight down on his chest. 
very impressive. Well, this was stiff fest yeah. 2022. Yeah, this was a beat down <laughs> yeah. on both sides. It wasn't one sided. It was they were beating the hell out of each other. Right. Yeah, I mean that's you know we go to the you know Joe goes over and you know as I was watching this match I was just like man there's no way that that O'Reilly wins this but it still didn't take away from my enjoyment. No, Joe puts him to sleep. We all knew that was happening. So we have the final set for the men. We're still waiting on the one. A woman on the other end of that tournament. Who do you think? Soho or Statlander? I don't really know much about Statlander, so I'm going to go with Soho. Um, I'm calling Statlander only because I want to see her and Britt Baker go at it. Okay. I've seen Britt Baker and Soho, and I wasn't very impressed. Ruby Soho does not impress me much. She's cool. I mean, you know, whatever. She is. I mean, she works. She's fine. You know, yeah. But I can see where you could say that as well. Um, uh, show ends with Cole coming out and hitting the baby. Right. We get a we get a little stare down there from Cole at the yeah. entrance way. But this still sets up. I'm telling you, Vito. Just like we were saying last week. Uh, you know, Cole and and Britt uh being the 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 couple's um winners of this thing and i'm still i'm gonna i'm gonna keep with that me too i'm with it um i bought on to that you know i i glossed over earlier we did have a hardy's promo on the bucks who do we have in that one bucks gotta go bucks okay Bucks' momentum is just like, seems like it's really not there. So it could really go either way. Um, but I'm going to take Hardy's just because it seems like, I don't know. I don't know if we need to see the Bucks go away and come back for a while or something. But like, it just seems like this is. And don't, don't get me wrong, I know they're going to be awesome, but it just seems kind of thrown in here. But it'll be interesting to see what they do to try to steal the show at the same time. So, you know what? At some point in the show, uh, Jade did a quick promo about her and. Uh, okay, yeah, we have that match oh, too. Anna, Anna J. Yeah, Anna J. I yes. called Jade on that one. What do you got? Yeah, we got to keep Jade Carghill's. Um, we got to keep that run going. There's just no momentum for for Anna J to be the person that finally, you know, ends her streak. She's the sleeper out of nowhere either. Right. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Um, And there's one that we haven't talked about that I saw come up. We have two Two matches. Well, we have one match, and then we have the pre-show match, which sadly the Hook, the Hookhausen, Tony Nice. That's right. Match was bumped to the pre-show, but I'm okay with that. What do you, I mean? What do you do? What do you do if you're Dan Housen, match, You know, if if you look at the whole card, that's the match for the pre-show. I mean, Th- that is that's a pre-show yeah, match, right? Um, but the other one, I got Hookhausen on that, right? I mean, Abs- absolutely, they got a okay. yeah. Hookhausen has to go over for sure. And the other one is House of Black versus yes. uh, Death Triangle. Yes. So. What do you got for that? I think they need to end this and move House of Black onto something different. So I want, I'm going to go with the faces. I'm going to go with with That's Death Triangle. Wow. That's another place we differ. I'm going House of Black. Yeah. Flip a coin. You know, you could do it either way. You can either have them build up the heat and continue the feud a little bit longer, but I, I just, I get if it's me, uh, I, I'm just gonna circle the wagons on this House of Black thing and and attempt something else beyond beyond this feud because this this feud is they're getting airtime, but it's just so back burner. It feels it feels like the least important of the matches, and that's probably why it's you know down the card. So, 
Who knows? All right. But I think we well, got all 28 matches in there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, at least. <laughs> 11. Well, uh, Vito, thank you very much for joining me, my man. We had some technical difficulties in the middle, so we ran over time a little, but it's all good. What's, uh, a, what's a dynamite preview without a couple technical difficulties? Right, exactly. You know, hitting the music too soon. You know, just whatever. Stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we botch moves. We botch shows. It's fine. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah, that's how it goes. We have a kinship with each other, so... Exactly. Vito and the brand. Vito and the brand. We, we review Dynamites. We review dynamites. I think, I think four. that officially makes us all elite. I think four. I think four or five. We've been doing this, so. All right. Well, we're definitely all elite at this point. We are all elite, and I think people are listening. Yeah. yeah I think people sure. in high places are listening. I mean, they named the match after your ideas. I know. It's very nice. The it's triple threat match. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, that no. Was the, all the, anar the anarchy. Yeah, it's a triple threat match. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And Anarchy Arena. Yep. So, so. <coughs> there you go. All right. Let's there. say goodnight to our people. Absolutely. Vito TV, Pro Wrestling Planet. Vito TV on YouTube. You can check out everything my end on Pro Wrestling Planet on PW Planet. Spotify. Spotify, yes. But also, That's where I listen to it at. Also, pwplanet.com has all the links, brother. It has the yeah. YouTube. It has the Twitter engine, uh, the Spotify, all that good stuff. So hit it Vito up. TV on YouTube. Vito I TV. got a lot of videos on there, not just the reviews, but so check it out. A renaissance, man. That's right. All right, man. Well, Too we sweet will... me, bro. You sweet it, and we will see y'all next time. Ouch!